welcome to this week's episode of Sorry You're In My Seat, a bonus, very special episode on Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm your host, Aaron, and I'm going to be talking about the movie with my best buddy, James. Hello there. James, I got a text off you the other night saying, please, 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 can we do an episode on Justice League? And there was about 10 kisses. What's going on? Well, I really like you more than a friend. Oh, you mean, oh, sorry. Oh. Um, Justice League, because we need to be talking about this film because no one else is talking about this film. We're talking about the Zack Snyder cut. You know, I think a few people on the internet wanted it. They demanded it. No one was really listening. Fuck it. Five years later, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no podcast. I mean, I, 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 I'm on social media all the time promoting this podcast, just, you know, genuinely just engaging with people. And I don't think any podcast has done an episode on Zack Snyder's Justice League. I think we will be the first. God, I've got the exclusive scoop. The exclusive scoop. Uh, I think it bears in mind the spoilers for this very small indie film you've never heard of. Mucho spoilers throughout this whole episode. If you haven't seen Zack Snyder's Justice League, all four hours of the beauty, uh, then this episode is probably not for you. But if you have, please join us for this conversation because this is a real monumental moment in cinema. I'm not saying that this is an Oscar-worthy, you know, Godfather 2, Alien, um, you know, Arrival, anything with Amy Adams' caliber movie. Although she is in this film. I was going to say, but it is an Amy Adams movie. But what it is, is a monumental moment in cinema history in that the fans demanded justice and they got it. (laughs) They demanded justice and they got League. (laughs) Pete, I'll see you later. It is a really bizarre story that would make a great documentary. Uh, I mean, it starts with obviously a very sad uh, moment uh, where Zack Snyder had a personal tragedy that pulled him away from the original movie that we saw in 2017. Josh Whedon stepped in to finish the movie on behalf of Warner Brothers and to get that film out, which is fair to say fans were not impressed by what they saw. Well, we weren't. You go back and listen to that review. We're not going to spend the episode shitting on this 2017 episode. We've We've already already done done that. (laughs) (laughs) No, like that film, the big issue with that was it's incoherent. It was full of characters that didn't have context. It didn't have any weight to it. It just, it felt like a film that struggled behind the camera so much in terms of the editing the, the the script, the just genuinely it being entertaining. It it just didn't do it. No. It was it was a shame because you know Josh Wayne had a lot of you know hits with the Avengers. I feel like Warner Brothers because if we're looking at this, the grand scale of the film, they obviously wanted to cut back. They wanted comedy. They wanted they they Justice League was out of control and they needed someone to rein it in. Mm. And that person they turned to was Josh Wien. And that person turned out to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then the fans kind of stepped up. We had the hashtag release the Snyder Cut. We, I don't think anyone thought it was actually going to get any traction, but here we are. Millions of dollars have been spent. Hundreds of millions of dollars have been spent to for Zack Snyder to go back, make the movie that he envisioned, the director's cut. This film is not canon. It's not going to be the official. We This 2017 version is still the one that exists in the DC universe. For now. I think it will, though. I don't think this will replace... Hashtag release the Snyderverse. Restore the Snyderverse oh, is, is what they're oh, calling right. it. Yeah. I just think there are significant changes in this film that is significantly better, right away, let's say that, that I don't think Warner Brothers want as canon. We're going to talk about some of these main points, some of them being the fact that it introduces so many characters... Um, you know, weren't in the original. They weren't in the original. Martian Manhunter being Martian Manhunter being one, Dark Side being another... Um, it also adds narratives to stories such as the Flash's origin, um, you know, Cyborg and stuff that I don't think they want released just yet. And it's a shame because as we're about to discuss, it works in a 4 It does film. work. It does. Spoilers. <laughs> so this movie is available now on Sky Cinema or if you're in the States, it's on HBO Max. It was tagged to be this four-part TV series. The film is broken down into six sections of the movie. It did have some reshoots to kind of make it this complete... But it is a four-hour uh, non-stop roller coaster ride. It is an action movie. It's a superhero action movie in the in the purest sense, like an opera. At some points, yeah. you know what? and sometimes it's just like a slow motion reel. <laughs> a lot of slow mo. It's a lot of slow. A lot of. I mean, Zack Snyder kind of really pioneered a lot of that slow mo as well, didn't he? He, he? he did, but in films that made sense, like Three Hundred, you know, where it's cut and it, it's slow, but then fast edited. In this, it's slow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Can you go slower than 300 slow? was one of them pioneer movies, though, wasn't it? Where it, it did that whole... It used three cameras filming at the same time so you can zoom in and zoom out and fast and slow and you can have them sequences. And yeah, 300, it works really well. And Zack Snyder's used that in just about every other movie that he's done. Yeah. And God almighty, is it in this movie. Does it work when Lois Lane has to bike off her? Yeah, slow motion rain. 
Does Slow it, motion, everything. Russian. You know, when you're trying to convey speed, I never really understood why you show it in slow motion. That's <laughs> <laughs> always been a big bear of mine. But you know what? It works. Get over it, internet or <laughs> critics. <laughs> so this movie, then, I mean, going into it, we, what we're going to do is uh, just go through the characters, kind of go through a bit of a synopsis over the uh, storyline and then really kind of pinpoint why we think it is why we agree with the world that it is the superior cut, but really just kind of to celebrate the achievement in cinema history that the yeah. fans demanded a uh, change and they got it. And it shows that at the end of the day, consumers are in control of these big companies. That's a nice message to send. Mm. But who do you think just Warner Brothers in the end was just like, you know, we'll earn a lot more money from this, but maybe if the cinemas were open, they would have done. Mm. He's sitting in the cinema for four hours though. And he does seem that DC are really leading this whole like, oh, well, if you don't like it, we'll just redo it. Like, <laughs> Suicide Squad is coming out in August. <laughs> you know. Trailer for that looks very good. It but, does but, look really fucking good, but, doesn't but, it? That normal episode, bonus yeah. spoilers. But yeah. <laughs> so this movie, uh, let's go through it. Let's look at some of the key characters. Let's look at how this movie sets itself up. James, you're going to kind of steer it because I cannot remember the 2017... Uh, you don't need to. Justice League. You just- I'm I'm struggling. To, so a lot of my interaction today is going to be, did that happen in the original? And hopefully you can like direct me into whether it did or not. But certainly there's no uh, dodgy Henry Cavill upper lip in this movie. Devastated. I mm. genuinely missed it because I remember sitting in the cinema going, I wonder how much bullshit we're going to have. The opening scene, he, he stood there talking to a kid and I was like, great, we're in for bollocks. <laughs> I was very happy. Yeah. Seeing that in any other Superman movie, I would have really enjoyed, particularly <laughs> one that is in the aftermath or in the wake of his death. That is such a, a, a heartfelt scene. scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you can't get away from the fact that Henry Cavill should have had a moustache that was CGI'd off and you cannot not see it. It's weird. <laughs> but this one starts again with the death of the Batman vs Superman. Yeah, Doomsday's just killed him. Then his last breath, he sends out like a death crawl, you know, like a death rattle. And basically it echoes through the entire DC universe, which is pretty cool. Strongest hero affecting everyone around him. It not only does it affect everything, it fucks up Themyscira, mate. Maybe open something called a mother box up. Ooh. I, right, so obviously... They're infinity stones, mate. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> so Superman, you know, has the powers that he has because he came to Earth, doesn't he? And, and, yeah, like, and you know, the Yellow Sun's charged his Kryptonian cells, which give him these powers. As going to say, because if every Kryptonian was like that, uh, when 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 that planet they was just, destroyed, fucking hell, that would have made some noise, wouldn't it? <laughs> Across the galaxy, got all of them going. But yeah, I, I, I think um, the opening very, very strong. I like this idea that Superman's death is almost like a beacon to not to the villains to say, yeah. actually. He's not and here no more. Although there is a continuity issue there because one of them says, oh, this planet has no Kryptonians. And you think, how, how would you know about the charge of him and the yeah. fact that he's all powerful? All right, I'm going to look past that because let's be honest, this movie isn't about... Um, there's, a, there's a similar scene when Batman stubs his toe <laughs> and a lot of them are like, <laughs> oh, he's, he's disabled for he's a moment. He's disabled, I'm going to go rob Gotham Bank. But I, I, I think as openings goes, very, very uh, interesting continuation from that. The fact that the Earth's strongest hero is out and that makes it free game. I know, completely agree with you. It's a great opening. It gets you involved. You, you basically travel through the DC universe as well, so you know what to see. You're following this scream as it would. The only downside is it goes on for about four hours. Slow-mo. Um, he's walking so slow-mo. I didn't realise I needed slow-mo credits at the beginning, <laughs> I'll be honest. But you know what? And that's why I say opera, because everything about it is artistic, really. Yeah, and that is a Zack Snyder thing, isn't it? When you watch a Zack Snyder movie, you're in for that. You're you're in for those set pieces and that visual experience. So 300, we've already talked about, but Watchmen, you know, um, even Man of Steel. Zack Snyder is a very artistic director, very yeah. visionary director. So whereas I think that's probably why he clashed and the two cuts don't work, because uh, I would say Josh is more of a pop culture. Mm. So the artistic with the pop culture, I, they don't vibe very particularly well. So with this, you've got the three mother boxes. That is still in, that's still there. Yeah. The, basically the premise of the story, like the bare bones is pretty much the same. Stefan Wolf is coming to England. 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 <laughs> he's specifically is he, coming is he here. now? Uh, he's specifically coming to the world to get these mother boxes, which will wipe the planet of all life. Mm-hmm. And I think existence. What's with these villains, these very bleak I, objectives, isn't it? Well, actually, that's a problem. I don't want to. There's a there's a there's a hole here, but I don't want to get into it now too early on because I'm in a positive mode. Mm. So, um, but that premise is the same. Do they add a lot of things? Yes, they add a lot of characters. They add a lot of uh, lore, a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of setting up for a sequel that's not coming. It, it does a lot of that, and I do you know what they're the best bits. I love those bits. Yeah, they are my favorites. But the premise is the same. 
you need to remember three mother boxes. Don't get them together because if they do, they perform the unity, and apparently that's bad. It's very bad. It's very. It is. You'd have to turn back. You'd have to fly around the earth backwards. In fact, it's the worst box ever since Hellraiser. Apparently, I hear. oh, you little bugger. No, it's a Jumanji, mate. That's the. <laughs> No, I think I, I, I like I like the opening. I like that that kind of this idea that he's gone, and then you get these boxes, and then as you said, that Wonder Woman's kind of first up. She's first, to yeah. Bat. Wonder Woman's here. She's here to kick ass and take names. And do you know what I mean? She kicks ass and she takes names. Don't really understand the villain's point here, though. Their villains, they they're going to blow up the bank and send us back to the Dark Ages by blowing up like three blocks. Mm. No, because because there's the rest of the world. <laughs> The yeah, rest of the world exists. I kind of wish like Wonder Woman hadn't gone in and Steppenwolf had and been like, bitch, like, like don't even, what are you wasting your time? Go back to fucking Game of Thrones, Ramsay Bolton's dad. That is who it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You'll never play a hero. You'll I'm only play a villain. Surprised the Wonder Woman scene where she stood on Lady Justice is still in this movie. It's not a good scene. I think it's supposed to be imagery. It's, it's just terrible. It's hard, mate. If you, don't under, if you don't understand it, it's hard. It's terrible. But then when she starts kicking ass, it's yeah. fucking brilliant. So that's the same. They've added a bit more, uh, let's say, let's say a bit of blood. There is a bit of blood. Which um, again, I don't think, I think that is one of the things why I wouldn't, um, so back, Superman, sorry, killing Zod at the end of Superman, uh, Man of Steel. Might have rubbed some people the wrong way. It did, mate. Some people did not want their rhubarb rubbing that way. Do you know what? I liked my rhubarb rubbed that way because I wanted something different. Because but, that's why people didn't like the film Superman Returns because he was exactly the same. So he gave them something different. So you know what? Hats off. Mm. I, I, and he didn't do it because he was bloodlust. He did it to protect human life. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm devastated he killed off Michael Shannon and his role in Batman for Superman was to lay in a pool. <laughs> but, you know, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, a wax figure of him did because he didn't turn up for that one despite the paycheck. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I, I think um, Wonder Woman being this kind of killing, you know, uh, blood splattering hero isn't what they want as canon and certainly <laughs> won't be happening in any Wonder Woman spin-offs or, or independent movies or what have you. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's that's not going to go in its favour as being what we consider as the, the the true cut, the final cut. But in this, it was actually quite refreshing. And all the characters at some point do so, including like Batman swearing. And you're like, fuck it, all right, Zach, go on. Just, <laughs> just go for it. It's Justice League. Yeah, <laughs> Justice League. That's how you got to say it. It's time to pull out all the stops. It's Justice League. Justice League. <laughs> Wonder Woman's entrance, though, that whole scene, extended, a bit more action. There is a scene in it that at the time I didn't really get. No, I did get. There's a scene where obviously a little girl in it is yeah, like... she says, can I be you when I grow up? Yeah, and, and she's like, like, of course you can. You can be anything. anything you want. Yeah. I, was, I was like, you know, I felt being empowered. I was like, yeah. A bit yes. hard in that movie. But that was obviously in the original movie, which means that Josh took that movie, that scene out. It was like, fuck off, there's too much hope in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's too much empowerment too of women. Much, there's too like, much, there's too much, you know, he gave us Buffy the Vampire State, but he dies like, fuck that. It's yeah. just what a bastard. <laughs> we need more... Aquaman, San Lasso of Truth, talking about what bitch he is. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit odd. I mean, I'm, I don't know why he would take that scene out. It's really bitter. Because he hates kids. Yeah, that's, that must be what it do is. What, do you want now what's going on to it? Maybe. <laughs> it's, it's probable. Um, other characters, Flash, so Ezra Fla- Miller. So they scale back his humour, um, but at the same time made him more believable, which made him more relatable, which mm. made him more funny because he wasn't just spitting out one-liners like a fucking comic in a club do you know what his character development you first meet him and you always have that you have you, you know I think we kind of had it like with uh, Billy Batson and Shazam you know the world he's just trying to survive but at the same time has these powers so you know he saves a life whilst having a job interview do you know what it's funny mm. do I appreciate close up slow motion sesame seed no <laughs> but do I like the scene yes <laughs> yeah. yeah so introduction also of Iris in this uh, Iris West in yeah. this Already introducing the character with his powers, which we talked about this off air, saying that again, that might be something that you know, because we from from am I different origins? Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's playing with a timeline or playing with a character's origins that again is Warner Brothers worried that that then becomes canon when actually in most Flash films or, or narratives he gets it in um, Central City after he's working for the police department. So again, is it is it these things? It's a fun scene. It's a fun slow motion scene. Um, that I did laugh out loud at. And, and you know, even in comedies that I say are funny and I think, yeah, but did I actually laugh out loud or did I just think that was funny? Yeah. I actually did laugh out loud when he steals the hot dog yeah. and puts it in his pocket. I was like that, because I, I would do the same thing. Yeah. You know. And feed it to a dog. 
I like how his shoes like ripped open as well when he oh, turned. That's, oh, I and... forgot about that. I think that's brilliant. But then I think mm. everything they do with the Flash character, which they may have done, to be fair, in the Joshua one, I don't remember. Like the idea that he's eating a whole pizza, like his metabolism is so high, later he heals himself because of his ridiculously changing uh, physiology. I think that's brilliant. I, well played. Mm. I forgot about the shoes because I remember when I seen that, I was like, I fucking love that detail because he turns so fast, the fabric just disappears. Yeah. Still got Billy Crudup in it in his, as his dad, wrongfully imprisoned. Not yeah. going to come back for the Flashpoint he's movie. Got, he's got a lovely charm. I'm surprised he's not because I've really liked him in Watchmen as well. Mm, so, and I, Big I, Fish. Oh, I love Billy Crudup. Oh, that's mm. a shame. Never mind. You know, move on. Yeah. I, I, and uh, so, <laughs> Move on. We're done with him. <laughs> and literally moving on, Cyborg. Significant change. So this is, this is how they changed the story with Cyborg. So in the original, you've got Batman torturing a, torturing a criminal to get a demon so he can ride him and then inject him with Dano space juice whatever that beginning was oh, I forgot all about that James you just reminded me I'm of sorry but, but in this one how do we find the mother boxes where did they come from how did the Nazis find it when all of the humans in the world decided mate mate we'll get on to that that's one of my favourite scenes um, we see the history we see the mother box we learned through the mother box because it helped create Cyborg mm. um, Victor Stone died in a car crash his father used the uh, uh, the box to bring him back to life, but create kind of like this Frankenstein, mm. which is a line that's actually missing. Yeah, the monster line. I really like that. Is a, is a good powerful line. It is missing in this one. However, instead of that, you've got development of characters. You've got Ray Fisher and uh, Joe Morton fucking acting the mm. heart out. I think they are the, the heart of the heart of the story. Um, Cyborg becomes a thematic police to drive, uh, to drive the story forward. He is the plot device. We learn through the history of him. We, because he's the newest to the team and the newest with his powers, we learn the universe through him. Mm. And I think it's a brilliant choice. And I, from the original Ray Fisher, I just thought, just thought he was in it. It was just, oh, Cyborg's in it because they need to have another member of the Justice League. When you actually see him, and one of the best scenes in the entire film is when we he realises his power and he basically views the internet as he's, he's third person. He's no longer got the augmentations. And he's uh, he follows a woman around using CCTV. And, you know, she's like a mother. She can't pay for her kids. You know, she doesn't get tipped at work. And he's watching for all the CCTV, this woman struggling. And in the end, he gives her money. And But it's how the internet is kind of displayed in his head, how he hacks into it. And he's just walking through the internet. You know, he can create banks and destroy them. Brilliant. Loved that scene. That was so good. It, ah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Cyborg in this movie was such a welcoming shock that I didn't expect that much heart and emotion in that storyline, but didn't also realise how much I needed it. I think when I watched the 2017 one, um, one of the criticisms, other than the fact that it was it was incoherent, it, it felt was like it was it. just chop and shop all over the place, very much like the Suicide Squad version that we got where production-wise, it just felt like there were big gaps in the narrative. And you've really felt that in the 2017 version, there were scenes cut, there were unfinished bits, and it didn't truly make sense by the end of it. Cyborg's character in this gives you that consistent feel of that character. And it it felt, the, the 2017 one felt like, I remember watching that thinking, right, okay, so here's three new, you know, uh, yeah. three new guys that I'm not, I don't know the backstory of, but they'll get their independent movies after this film to which then I'll find out their backstories, which is quite lazy. And I don't want to compare it to Marvel, but at least they did like 23 origin stories before they put them all together. Yeah. So you I, knew. I know that's not accurate, and you know, but you get my gist. Like this, it was like, oh, we'll put them all together and we'll explain it later. That's yeah. not which, which great. Also, which also is horrible because you realise now that the, the original, you were supposed to learn about these characters, mm. which, you know, changes the changes the hypothesis. I actually like Cyborg more because I learned from him through this storyline. Yeah. Uh, Flash... Is Flash so popular though that you don't need a backstory for him? So maybe you didn't need one. Everyone knows he runs fast. It's Edward Miller's performance gives you enough that you don't have to care too much about it. We know Wonder Woman. But again, after the fact, because she shows up in Batman versus Superman. And you don't need to do a, an origin story for Batman or Superman. We all fucking know. Yeah. Ma Martha. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. Move on. Uh, but no. And Joe Morton, the father of relationship that they've got, is fucking phenomenal. They've, their acting's brilliant. And Joe Morton, you know, his character arc is is quite fulfilling and, and afterwards, despite of what happens, I mean, I know I said spoilers, but I don't want to spoil everything for you. It actually works. It mm. makes sense. And uh, Ray Fisher, uh, the, the, the words are that he's not coming back for a sequel because of the way they, uh, they, tra they, tra they, they treat him, him, him set, yeah. and uh, Josh Whedon that they don't get on. he come back if Zack Schneider does, but does Zack Schneider want to come back? Probably. You never know with the internet. Mm. Hashtag release the Snyderverse. <laughs> Restore the Snyderverse. Oh, Come on, James. Anyway, so uh, 
so Cyborg goes from bit player to main part, and I brilliant. I think Ray Fisher's a phenomenal job of it. I actually cared about Cyborg. Mm. Carries that carries that character really well. I think he's a character that at the beginning is very stoic, very kind of emotionless. The human parts that he still has are very kind of you know they, there's not a lot of emotion emitted in mm. those scenes becomes more human towards the end of the movie. And that's an incredibly hard job for an actor to do when films are shot um, at a sequence, but also when you get reshots and reshoots as yeah. well, that is, that's a real gift that it's Ray like, Fisher has. That's like three reshoots on it. So there's the original, then Josh, and then back to the Schneider. Yeah. So, mate. So I, I, I can't, I can't compliment Cyborg enough in this movie, which all my, you know, five years ago, I did not think I'd be saying that or four years ago, whenever that, yeah, 2017 movie came out. Um, Moving on then, Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Do you want less? I thought his uh, screen time was was lessened. His role is lessened. I think that 2017 come around, it was time for reshoots. They thought Jason Momoa was money, so I think they were like, "You need to put more Jason Momoa in it." I think he works better as the character that he is in this one. Kind of like a tormented, torn between two worlds because at this time we hadn't had Aquaman. So this was the first appearance of him. This is going to be like the first time audience see him. The first time, a lot of people are going to know his story. A lot of people don't know about like the wars between the, the fishmen and the Amazonians, that sort of thing. That comes into the storyline. That's very good. And he's uh, not cool in it. Well, he's kind of cool, but he doesn't have the lines. He doesn't sit in the lasso, which was, I fucking detested that scene. Yeah. But um, in this one, he's stoic. Amber Heard shows up, as does William Dafoe, in in a wig and some really weird... I don't know what's... I don't know what... You know, I, I mean, I'm glad that there, there is hairdressers underwater. They've made lucky. Fucking you know, lucky. Or maybe there's a story of William Defoe fighting a shark and he gets, like, chomped off. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know about Mira's accent. I don't know, you know, Amber Heard, where, where that comes she, from. Mate, she's an underwater accent. She does an underwater <laughs> British accent in this film for some reason. Yeah. And her hair's not as vibrantly red. So hair dye underwater. Doesn't matter, mate, because in two years I'll be completely forgotten about when <laughs> Aquaman comes out. So don't you worry. But I I like Jason Moore. I love Jason Moore, actually. I think he's a great guy. Aquaman, I though, is no one's favourite. I don't really favorite. care about Aquaman. I still don't care about him. I think if you were going to care about him, you'd care about him if you... I think Aquaman, the film, too much happens. Like, I genuinely... I can remember the story because I really like the beginning of the story. And then after that, I couldn't give you... I couldn't tell you. Mm. Like, you put guns to me and I still couldn't tell you what that fucking film's about. Because I know at one point they fight a crab. <laughs> that's it. That's all I remember. <laughs> Julie Andrews comes Julie back. Julie Andrews is in it at some point. And I know that Nicole Kidman has a stick. <laughs> there you go. Sorted. Uh, what I really do like about this, though, is it treats Aquaman like he should be. Like, mostly silent. It does have a lot of bullshit in it, though, so he still does ride a paradigm through a building. He still mm. can fly somehow, but at the same time, be carried very lightly by Cyborg. Paradigm's no longer feeding off fear. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, because like that didn't really work in the Josh Whedon one. It, it No, it doesn't, does it? No. I think they can sense a bit of fear, but at the same... I don't really know. It's good. You don't. You shouldn't care about those little henchmen. We didn't care about Ultron's bots, did we? You only cared about Ultron. You don't care about... Well, a little bit. The minions. You, you don't care about Joker's minions, but at the same time, yeah, sometimes you do. Well, they all had matching leather jackets. Yeah, so there you go. That was good okay, wasn't it? Good old Bob. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman, for me, didn't tick on my pickle the first time around. And there there are issues with him in both versions, like the whole, um, you know, the, the the people that sing him off when he goes into the water. What bit is odd, that bit odd, bit odd. Um, Do you think it's because he's a litterer? Because in two scenes, one he throws his uh, jumper in the river, in the ocean, next one he's just bottle. I like How great to, would it be the next thing? There's a fish going, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just they, they, as Aquaman leaves, they just have a big net scooping whatever he throws, <laughs> whatever he do, pollutes the ocean with. Yeah, I, a lot of them scenes are put in, aren't they, for, for certain reasons, you know, to kind of put additional bums on seats, you know, him taking his shirt off all the time. Yeah, but, but also I like that someone told me, oh, they're singing because they're thanking him. and they, But the song goes on about 10 minutes after he's left. Why don't they just go, oh, thanks. He won't say it when he's there. <laughs> it's not important. You don't need to know that mm. because it's most important that the audience have to sit through so motion, slow motion singing. Right. Yeah, Aquaman didn't really do anything for me. I, I would. I, I feel that there's a there's definitely a misjoke about calling him Seaman at some point, <laughs> which is a much better name for the for him. Uh, but Batman, I am. I'm such an Affleck fan. After I mean, I am an Affleck fan, but this is getting us closer to a good Batman, Ben Affleck, a bat flick. Yeah. There I, is, I know the there's point, a mate. good one there somewhere. Like, cause we saw it a little bit in Batman versus Superman in some of the fight scenes. You're like, 
the way that that's choreographed and the fight scenes and that looked oh, they awesome. Were, they were amazing. There were scenes, you know, again, Batman kills people, maims them so that jail sorts them out. Yeah. That was dark in the Batman vs Superman movie. Like, the whole him like hiding in the corner of, the, of rooms and stuff. That it was pretty cool, yeah. Quite a, you know, predatory kind of feel to it. Doesn't do that this though, does he? He just walks around. He does. <laughs> he's always out of breath. He's, always, he's fucking knackered chasing after all these people that can fly. I love the fact one of them is the fastest thing like ever the world, the Flash. And and they like four-year-old man keeps up with him. He's only got a few minutes behind. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do like Affleck in this. I think he, he has, he, he, he carries the weight as the leader, as the, the person yeah. who unites them. We talked about this before we recorded that he has a very specific role and that is to unite them and then sit back. Yeah. Because when you've got someone who can tap into, you know, technology and literally can turn themselves into anything mechanical, you have someone who's the literally the fastest, you know, faster than the speed of sound or light. I don't yeah. know. I it's both. But go on then. And you've got Wonder Woman and you've got Aquaman who can talk to fish. I was just like Wonder Woman can like Wonder Woman's like a god and Aquaman can like he can tell Anil you're a dick mm. like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, stay away from him. He's a prof and wrong. And, and so Batman's like, yeah, I'll, I'll see this one out, boys. Or, or I'll just support from this point onwards. And I love that. I love that this, they're not, you know, he's he's not centre in every scene and it's not like the Batman show. It, you no. know, it very much felt like, as and I use this term very aware, but it felt like if this was real, <laughs> that's how it would be, you know. I like it. And I think Ben Affleck, in fact, himself, you can see he's having a lot of fun with the role, which maybe in the shoot, in the reshoots that led to 2017, he's not, he's, he's not having fun. Mm. Uh, but, but you can see, especially towards the end of the film with the, with the new stuff, he's, he's happy to be there. He's happy to retake the mantle that obviously he famously left after Justice League came out, you know, he, Justice League came out and he left and so did Henry Cavill. Yeah. There's a, there's a certain amount of redemption in this performance, isn't there? And particularly, I think it's amazing how a simple line like Martha can destroy the hopes of him being Batman for, you know, the foreseeable. The fact that he had a very small role in Suicide Squad, which again, didn't go down too well. In particular, that scene didn't go down too well. Um, and then, yeah, going into Justice League, it's it's not a home run for Affleck as, as Batman. But no, I've really liked this. And they take him out of the story. They take him out of the action. You know, he's got his friendships. They change his, a big change is there's no love interest between him and Wonder Woman. There's a mutual respect. Mostly it's about him changing his belief as well. He does it out of faith now, mm. which is a big thing for Batman. You know, the cold calculating character at one point, you know, before the Zenith battle, he just like, how do you know it'll work? He's like, by faith, I believe. And mm. you're just like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Some of his tech's really cool as well. Like the Batmobile in this. Not the best Batmobile by a long shot, but. No. I don't like his ears. I like my Batman to have long ears. Yeah, the aesthetics of it are, are very, very unique, aren't they, to this universe? Yeah, and he still can't turn his head. No. He's gone backwards. <laughs> Christian Bell could look left. But I do like post-apocalyptic dystopian Batman in Why? the trench coat. Why would you wear a duster? I, I like that. There's a bit more also, eyeliner. Also, how much fucking chafe is going on in there with all that sand brewing about? And ah, you've decided to wear leather like a dr- prick. That's dry, isn't it? That's, that's a dry, dry future. Um, main event then is, uh, is definitely Alfred. Oh, mate, Alfred was crazy. You know what? The sporting cast was all brilliant in this, but Alfred, when did you fall in love with him? moment he was on screen mate but certainly when he was making a cup of tea mate when he's making a tea with a with a literal goddess and he's like oh don't he, burn he's don't like do you want me to do it don't hey, burn the leaves yeah oh man oh jeez that was that was that was so much sexual tension between Jeremy Iron and a tea leaf yeah oh, amazing and he didn't burn mm. and then she mate Wonder Woman turns around tea's been made mate mm. we've all got our special powers and someone was brewing the perfect brew and, and ask yourself at the end of the day when you're saving the world and well in fact maybe even the universe you need that kind of, you need a brew boy on your team. You do need a brew boy. Well, what I love about the fact is that the end of the world's coming, you, the, your young ward, that's the person you care about the most in the world, is probably going off to their death because they're fighting like a mega god. And uh, your basically job is there to make sure that Superman knows where to go. So mm. you are like the sat-nav. Uh, what do you do in the meantime? Just work on a car. Just yeah. like fucking having a, having a fucking whiskey, mate. He's like, he's just going, he's something he's having a time of his life. I do like that. Like when the boss is away, he he's puts just, his feet up on the coffee table. Just I do what I want. Yeah. Has, has wenches around. He's like, oh, I've got to tidy up in the morning. <laughs> oh shit, Superman's coming. <laughs> I, I, Don't I, hide behind that. We'll fucking see you. I think he's my favourite Alfred. Do you want that's That's controversial. I, I think he's like, William goes great, you know, and, and obviously he played the butler part. Mm. Michael Caine played, played the friend first, the butler second. This one really felt like equals. Like he had just as much a role. He is the right-hand man to Batman. Without him, you know, you, you get the impression that Batman, yes, wouldn't have clean underwear, but also wouldn't have a working Batmobile. 
I, I like Jeremy Irons in this. I like that he has an element of sass to him. It's a, a little bit of sarcasm to him. They did take out the line though with the Joss Whedon one where it goes, can you remember when our biggest problem was uh, rocket propelled penguins? Yes. Also like, and I thought, oh, that was a quite good nod actually to- I you like know, a nod. Yeah. But you know, when, when that is what you're missing from the Joss Whedon one, it starts to kind of really <laughs> put into context how bad that movie was. <laughs> um, cracking. Do you know what, mate? I don't agree with you, but I don't disagree with you. Amy Adams returning. Amy Adams. And do you know what, mate? If you need a coffee delivered, she's there. Pregnant. 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 What's going on there? Uh, uh, you'll find out in the sequel that won't <laughs> happen. Do, <laughs> do, do, do you know what? There was this, uh, this obviously internet conspiracies going around saying like, um, that it's Batman's and that there's going to be this storyline later down the line of like, it's not really Superman. And I'm like, right, first off, if that is true, Fucking hashtag Batman. What? <laughs> like, he's, talking, like, he's just like, oh, I heard uh, Superman's dead. He's only just been in the ground. <laughs> I love the fact that he just sidles up in his full suit with some roses like, uh... Yeah, oh, just really sorry for your loss, you, ever, you know. You ever done it with a bat? Oh, but, <laughs> but also, just that storyline of like Batman, Superman, love triangle. I got the energy for that. No. I, I haven't got the energy for that. We, we had a whole film that disappointed us. Why would I want more? That sounds like Dean Cain, kind of. Is that was his name? You know, the Superman yeah, and Lois. Was, was Dean Cain, yeah. yeah, I can't. It sounds like such a regression in in this in this in the universe that's being created. But but yeah, that's, that's from the internet. Though. That's not true. I don't. Yeah, but the internet Mate. sometimes is right. Yeah, I hope it's not right in that one. And then do you know what the internet? You you've gone you've gone on your own there because I've seen nothing for that one. <laughs> Pregnant, yes. Well, might as well just go. What if it's you know cyborgs and you know the baby comes out and it's like half nanite and it's just like he's a transformer. What's so I'll tell you who it is. I'll tell you who it is. It's Alfred's. Hey, ooh. Hey. Them leaves, mate. Dark oh, horse. <laughs> Goes round, makes a cup of tea, shows his skills, maybe has a scotch, puts his feet up on the coffee table. I always like to come round when Master Wayne's not home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> yeah, he comes round, is this your place? Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, kind of, I live here. <laughs> 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 Alfred, you dirty fucker. We'll change this one, won't we? <laughs> um, yes, Superman. Henry Cavill. I fucking love Henry Cavill. Henry, I do. Henry Cavill is probably the best Superman if you've he had. Gets, if he gets one more franchise, like you think Witcher, you know, he's been in Mission Impossible. <sighs> There's a rumour going around that he's in the Mass, he's in the mass Effect because he took a picture and Mass Effect's a huge sci-fi game. Yeah. If he's in that, mate, he will have officially won geekdom. God, can you <laughs> imagine? I, I, I want him as my He-Man. I just, re I just want him as everyone. Yeah, I'd take I like him, man. I like Cavill. I think he he look he just looks like a very genuine person, and he plays farm boy Ken Clark Ken very very well. I think he's up there. I think his portrayal is probably Christopher Reeve. Everyone's Christopher think, Reeve is the. I think everyone is going to go back to that, particularly people that grew up with Superman and know the source material. I think Christopher Reeve's is very honest portrayal of of Clark Kent and Superman. You know, Clark Kent almost being a oh, comedic. I was going to say Clark Kent is probably the the one that you yeah. remember. But I think as Superman. As Superman, probably Henry Cavill. There's a there's a Cavill moment that I, there's a there's the story I love about Superman, and that is um, when he's about to attack, he he levitates just above eye level. He doesn't go up into the air. He kind of just goes above his, whoever he's about to attack. You know that kind of alpha, I'm taller kind of stance, and he pins his arms back slightly, and it's yeah. a stance that's so iconically Superman. That I remember seeing it two or three times in this in the in the in the, the Zack Snyder one. I'm thinking that is brilliant. I love Superman. I do. I know Batman's your favorite. I think Superman might be mine. I I always like Superman. My problem is is Superman. The problem with Superman is he's, he's there's nothing unless you've got a bit of rock. There's no challenge. Mm. So, but but the, to be honest, it gives birth to some great villains, which I really like because your villains have to be so over the top and mm. like. I do find it really weird that Superman, like the 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 biggest killing machine thing in the world, is his enemy is a bold man. <laughs> yeah. That's weird, isn't it? It's just like I can kill gods. Mm. Oh, who's your biggest villain? Oh, you see that bloke over there with no hair? <laughs> he, he can't even grow hair. Well, we, we, you know, we, we talked about that. You know, well, we haven't, but you know, Diane Lane kind of reprising some roles in this. Uh, she's in scenes. She's in scenes. She's in scenes. I don't know if Martha is. Um, but Amy Adams, that we talked about, we talked about um, William Defoe getting his hair cut, um, Jeremy Irons, we talked about, um, well, we will be talking about, obviously, Kieran Hines' voice acting in this yep. movie. Do um, it. Jesse Eisenberg's in it. Let's leave that there. Yep. I do it. Say J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. I wanted more. I thought he was brilliant. I think, do you want But I, he, I always want more J.K. When I saw him with his moustache and I saw him in the vest, I was like, that's, that's it. That's mm. Jim Gordon. And I don't understand why it's taken so long. 
obviously wearing a wig, obviously. Mm. He fucking nailed it, mate. He looked exactly like the counterpart from the Arkham games and the comic books. I was like, he did look like the Arkham games, actually, didn't he? Yeah, 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 I thought he looked brilliant. And do you know what? What a shithole. Also, what I like about him is he's not goody goody because he gets given messages, throws them in the bin. <laughs> he's old school, isn't he? Don't care, mate. Don't, yeah, I, I would love that Jim Gordon to be like Dirty Harry kind of style. You yeah, know, like he still has a six shooter. You know, just, but he, he don't want to ask questions. He's like, I've just, there's just too many criminals. <laughs> just, fuck it. Just, just, and I now so I've got parademons as well. It's just, don't fucking show me a parking ticket because I'll kill you. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I really, really am upset that we're not going to get to see more or, or that we may, but it probably not. He's probably not. No. Maybe this is all going to go away now. Which is a shame because that was great casting. But you know, the Batman's come out and uh, I can't remember who the actor it's is. Andy Circus, isn't it? It was Andy Circus. Oh, oh okay. no. No, I'm no, saying it's Alfred. It's Alfred. I thought it was uh, Jeffrey Wright. It is Jeffrey Wright. And I think he'll do a pretty good job. Jeffrey Wright's well. wicked. So I want more J.K. Simmons, and I thought mm. J.K. Simmons is brilliant. I, but I, even if they do come back, I think the Affleck mm. Batman universe is done, which means J.K. Simmons is done. Jeffrey Wright has done two of my favourite ever performances in uh, Westworld. It's particularly season one. Yeah. His, his reveal in that is He's one brilliant. of the best moments in TV that I, I was like, in, a, in an already good show... We, you know, that's that reveal. I was like, that is fucking brilliant. That was so well done. And secondly, in Casino Royale, as the other guy playing poker for the CIA, like it just, again, thoroughly enjoyable as like, I can't beat him. You might be able to beat him. Do you want some money? Like, Jeffrey Wright's wicked. Um, let's talk bad guys. Oh, I love you we'll do bad be- guys, do story, wrap it up. We'll go home. Well, you can't, you can't, you know, talk about villains. Sorry, fuck it. You can't talk about your best heroes without talking about good villains. It turns out that if you flesh out your villains, give them backstory, look, make them look menacing, um, when the good guys defeat them, you actually care. When you actually give a credible threat. We're going to start with a big one. Stefan Wolf. Stefan Wolf. I'd never heard of him before this. When I saw the first 2017, one of the weakest villains I've ever seen. So what do we get this time? We get beefed up. So he's taller, more muscular, more powerful. We are shown this demonstrated by him literally throwing Amazonians around, like grabbing all their spears and hoisting them, throwing. Mate, how do you catch a, a female? You throw her all awesome. <laughs> That's the Stefan Wolf way. Amazonian can kick your ass. Don't matter. Throw another Amazonian at matter. Fucking brilliant, mm. Stefan Wolf. The voice work changed, darker, deeper. Turned him into kind of a zealot. Not someone who's just interested in, you know, finding the... Uh, the Stones. Uh, the Mother Box. Uh, the Mother Box. Different franchise, though. Sorry. Very similar, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Borderline, you know. Yeah. Um, but Seven Wolf, um, make him a zealot. Make him actually, he's not after the power. He wants forgiveness from a another character mm. like above him. I thought Stephen Wolf went from fucking zero to hero. Well, not hero. <laughs> went from zero to villain. <laughs> like, ultimately, he was one of the most forgettable. He was up there with, I don't even remember... Christopher Eccleston's... I was going to use that oh, example. Sorry, mate. Space elf thing. Space elf thing. He went <laughs> from... Dark Four he, Two. He went, he went from space thing with horns to fucking badass, ripply suits. And what I like about it is it's reactive. So when um, several first comes across Wonder Woman, it's like he gets the hint that she's more powerful. So his uh, suit of armour reacts. It prickles like a porcupine, a hedgehog, mm. like an automatic self system. He's like, he senses a bigger predator. So he's like, well, fuck that. Mm. Which is... Why when uh, Superman shows up, he literally pisses him. <laughs> oh, no. But um, I thought Stephen Wolf was fantastic. I, literally one of my favourite comic book villains. Yeah. From films, because he just... And, and I really like his telephone calls. You know, it's like, he's like, he's ringing Desad, who, who whoever did the voice for Desad did a cracking job. I love that kind of like croaky voice. But the phone is essentially a wall that bleeds black. And it was fantastic. And I know Desad isn't in it that much. But he did a, such a good job of, of teasing you with a future, like a future villains, you know, um, characters that, like there's an old lady and I know like she's, it's like grandma or something. I know she's big in the comics, but um, it gives you that tease and I really, really like the aesthetics of the bad guys. I I just love that. So Stephen Wolf is, is easily one of my favourite things to come out of this film. Yeah. Which is I, weird. And the voice work is obviously different. It's, it's definitely different. So I don't know if he came in and redubbed for Joss or something, but I, I don't understand why you would ever change that character. Does that make sense? Like Stephen Wolf, Zack Schneider's version is, is, is an, is a, oh, I don't even know the word. It's actually imposing. It actual could be a threat to everyone. Whereas even in, in the 2017, I was like, I think I could take him. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't as intimidating. Nowhere near, was he? No. He wasn't as imposing. Didn't feel like that much of a threat. Actually, 
you know, from the Femascura scene in the 17 version, he kind of like just gets the mother box. Yeah, like, like, it felt like just- licking his wounds as he, <laughs> as he like ran away. Whereas this one's very much like he fucking owns everyone, including yeah, a couple of horses along fucking, the way. And then, it's, and then, do you know what? This is impressive because I couldn't give a toss about Aquaman. Like he has a fight scene, he gets the water sucked out of his face, and he still wins. It's that like, bit was fucking dark. That, that was, was good, but that's what I mean. Steph Wolf is badass as fuck yeah. in this film. Yeah, that was that was harsh as oak, wasn't it? When, yeah, um, there's a lot going on though on Wonder Woman's like. A paradise home planet or, or island that famous story that I don't get and I, I I suppose it's just loyal to the source material there's a lot of like people stood around not doing anything for what I imagine is hundreds of years yeah hundreds of them just stood at a box what I love about it is do they not do they have like April's force he goes oh, it moved just like mm-hmm. did it it's like no 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 it didn't <laughs> the, the boy the, the woman the Amazonian that cried Box moved. <laughs> I do. I do. One day it moves, and it was like, "Fuck yeah!" I do hope there's a, oh, an online edit somewhere of just like Pinhead from Hellraiser coming down and going wrong box and just leave it or something like that. Just seeing all the women and be like, "Oh, See I can show you pain," and they all just fucking own him. Like, no, but then you get all like the sacrifice of the you know the the kind of the warriors. She fucking sacrifices a lot of them. Yeah, she's, she's a like, great like, no, nope. wouldn't you fucking feel shit if you caught in ill that day? You know, and like. Can, do you know what though? I'm not an architect, but I think the giant window on the top of the dome might have been a mistake because <laughs> that's how they gain. Yeah. <laughs> why, yeah. Why would you do that? But I do like the backup that if you, for whatever reason, have to sacrifice a lot of people, the building then throws itself into the ocean. <laughs> it is a bit weird, isn't it? It's like, what if you accidentally hit that? <laughs> You're fucked. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of wooden splints holding up very Indiana Jones-esque yeah. stone doors and two amazonians at the end when they race the door they could have got out but choose to sacrifice themselves anyway mm. the way they hold the door if they had turned around when they held the door they could just you know well they got to do it they got to do it more like atlas though haven't they that kind of that and, and a lot of them are crossfitters uh or retired crossfitters oh, they, they, yeah brooke ends is in particular is the one who's holding the door towards the end nice i, I tell you my geek i tell you that's, that's nice i love fucking geek mate last week i did wrestling so <laughs> But all of that, uh, all of that scene, I, I thought was so much better. Felt, you know, like this dude is actually a real threat, as you as you've already mentioned. Felt like he actually could cause some damage, you yeah. know. Um, and do you know what? I, I thought that maybe the fight with Superman would go differently at mm-hmm. the end. There is with the, with the, with, the, with the mother boxes. That one, I mean, that's like kind of going after the hard one first, which I respect from your villain. Yes. You know, so we, we see- You've it. got fish protecting the yeah. other one. And how, how, did the, how did the humans protect us? They buried it. They buried it. <laughs> Not even in a deep hole, neither. Like in, <laughs> in that flashback, that's fucking weird. You see like, you see like, uh, the, you know, the Wonder Woman and her, and her people point it in, a, in an ancient tomb. You see Aquaman like, and that, point it in a temple underwater. And the humans just being like, oh, six it. inches of dirt's enough. <laughs> like, no one will find it here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the cat dug that hole and they were like, oh, no, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I think the, the mother box storyline, fucking A, going after the hard one first. Because I couldn't remember until we literally started recording this one, how Cyborg's dad had the other one. But you reminded me, the Nazis found it. The Nazis did find I it, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not saying they're the unsung heroes <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> what I do love about that, though, is they still, they stayed close to their ancestors so that when he's got the box, he just buries it in the fucking cupboard. I fucking love that. But I'm like Cluedo. It's like, where's where's that box that could, you know, destroy humanity uh, behind the bag? But that, that, you know, that worked really well in movies like, you know, like Iron Man when he's using like Captain America's shield to prop oh, up yeah. some equipment. Like, I like the idea that this, you know, this, 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 box that contains powers unknown to mankind it's just in the store cupboard <laughs> you know it's, it's so good but in the Snyder cut like this whole like oh the one on earth yeah the Germans found it the Nazis found it why it was just fuck it just alright because one of them needed to build a latrine <laughs> I mean yeah because it doesn't it didn't even link into the Wonder Woman movie did it nope. like World War 1 that would have made more that, sense that fucking would have made more sense mm. no don't matter move on yeah. I, I love the idea that Nazis are like, oh, there's this box. Will they use it? Nah, fuck it. Mm. No, no. So, uh, and then the third one, is, yeah, the Aquaman storyline in, in there. So keeping on the theme of... Um, villains. Villains. Dark side. Mm. Big bad. Very, very big bad. So this was... Do you know what? I think a lot of the fans were disappointed, actually, because I think they were setting up that Dark Side was going to actually be the villain at the end of the film. And that's mm. not true. Dark Side's in it. Think Thanos in Avengers, but a bigger role. Mm. So, so uh, 
Thanos is based on Darkseid. This is a known fact, you know. Darkseid is like an ultimate god searching for the anti-life equation, a an equation that basically zaps humanity of its hope so they become like soulless uh, drones that he can then control. Again, another part that was put in... That yeah. wasn't in the Justice League. Yeah. Oh, this 2017. Obviously, Darkseid wasn't in it at all. But they do change this. That So there's a flashback scene, and it is... Originally, in the original one, it is Darkseid that comes to Earth. Not sorry, it's uh, Sephiroth that comes to work and gets taken back and fought back. In this one, it's Darkseid. Now, does that make the character less awesome, less menacing, knowing that he's already been fought off once? That is a question for you. Mm. Um, but I, for the record, that's one of my favourite scenes is the flashback scene. When Darkseid's kicking ass, taking names, and it takes like three gods to take him down. I really liked that. Zeus I really, included. I was going to say Zeus was awesome. Yeah. They've even brought back uh, Ares, the god of war, from the first from the first Wonder Woman film. Yeah, and we, and we obviously saw a lantern fall in that scene, a lot bloodier way as well. Yeah. Which again, I think is another reason for Warner Bros. not to want this as canon, because it's not just that a lantern goes. I mean, dude, goes. dude gets his hand cut off and then speared and blood is everywhere, you know, like... It's pretty graphic, actually. Yeah, but... And then he tries to grab the ring. I love that. Tries to grab the ring and it just fucks off. No, he's like, no. Yeah. It's like, I've got to get away from here. Ryan Reynolds is around somewhere. (laughs) I've got to go. I've got to try and destroy his career. (laughs) Bit bit like... Green Lantern was supposed to be in both of these because... And the only reason I say this is because when the original posters came out for Justice League, it was Unite the Seven was the big tagline. Right? There's only six heroes in this, isn't there? Uh, The seventh one is you. Oh, you're the heart. You're, you're paying that ticket. You're, you're, you're paying the money to go watch it. You're Captain Planet, so your heart. My oh, mate. Mate. How great would that be? <laughs> Alfred. Alfred's the seventh. Um, the problem is Green Lantern turned itself into box office poison, mate. Mm. And uh, the rumour I always heard was that it was going to be uh, Hollywood's favourite cannibal. Army Hammer. Army Hammer was going to be. And I was, I, at the time, I thought that would have been great casting mm. unless he ate half the cast. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to go to him or John Hamm, hasn't it? I love, John Hamm is still my favourite non-Batman. Anyway, dark side, menacing voice. Do you know what I do like about him? He's not ostentatious. You know, he's fine with a little bit of armour. Good, close source. He looks like the source material. He's not huge and massive. He's quite a, he's quite dumply, mm. but would kick seven shades of shit out of you. Mm. Like... Um, yeah, I, you know what? I think that's really good. And again, when you're first when you're first introduced to him, is a scene on the telephone where, where Stephen Wolf is like, oh, "I found the Dark Life Fantasy equation," and and uh, Deathstroke, oh not Deathstroke, Desad is like, "No, you haven't." He's like, "Yes, I have." He's like, "Mom, Mom, come to the phone." And then he reveals himself in black tie, and I thought that was fucking awesome. Right. So so here here you go. Right. You got the three mother boxes. Yes. Put them together makes the unity thing. Yes. That can wipe out a planet. It does destroy a planet in totally. Yes. But there's also on Earth. The anti-life equation. Which Darkseid wants. And he lost there. Yeah, this is what I don't understand. But he's forgotten where he lost it. But he's only lost on one... He's only lost one time. Did he... F- and, but he must know that's the planet because he must know... That this This is my problem. This is where the writing fails and I've got a fucking nerd out like crazy. He comes to Earth mm. to destroy it because he has the mother boxes because it's, you know, it's technology that's so advanced it's like magic. When he gets there, he throws his hammer on the floor and it creates the anti-life equation on the floor. Yeah. Right? Then he loses and the mother boxes stay on earth. And then he sends Stefan Wolf later. So at what point does he think, does he forget? Because Stefan Wolf then has to remind him, I found the anti-life equation on here. How many powers has Darkseid lost that he's gone? Yeah. Where did I fucking leave? Yeah, but it's not equation. like Darkseid was the only one on yeah. earth. Like, you know, he, he's over troops retreated. Surely one of them went, you left something there. You, left, you know the thing you've been searching your entire life for? Yeah. Do you remember that time yeah. when you got shanked on the shoulder yeah. and you bled out? By, and we had to by a god. <laughs> yeah, we had, yeah. Zeus literally lightning bolted you, yeah. and here he's like sliced you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we had to throw you on the ship. You remember that dark side? You know, we had to, you know, we had to patch you up. There's all that f- rehab. There's yeah. all that physio. <laughs> you can't lift your arm up above your fucking and then it just went out your tour. Yeah, because they thought you were a pillock. There's all that hydrotherapy you went through. Well, you know, you know, Earth. Yeah. That's where you left it. Oh. What do you mean? We're lost. <laughs> oh, oh God, yeah. That one time I've lost anything. It's like maybe he's just like he's like I've lost my keys or the anti-life equation on the planet. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember which one. Um, no, that bit doesn't make any sense to me. But you know what? The last time you see him, <laughs> so last time you see him, a portal's open between the worlds. Uh, Apocalypsis, maybe, um, and uh, and Earth, and they, they they fucking fucking this is brutal. They cut Stefan Wolf's head off and throw it to dark mm. uh, to dark side. So dark side just kind of walks around and goes, oh, "We'll go the old. We'll we'll do it the old way. 
send for the Armadas. You know, they're coming to invade. But in reality, you could have just walked through there. They could have just, all of them could have just walked through the portal. <laughs> and and Superman could have just shot an eye beam yeah, through exactly. it. And just ended it right there and then. Yeah. Or Batman could have like thrown in some something. Batman. Well, yeah. he, was, he was just catching up though, wasn't he? It was like <laughs> those just, stairs he had to climb up. <laughs> Yeah, there, there is a, there, I mean, but any superhero movie, find me a superhero movie that is coherent and doesn't have loopholes, or in this case, portholes. <laughs> like hey. No, but my point being, okay, get get around, get around the fact that he's lost it. All right. But doesn't it do the same thing as the Unity thing? No. So my understanding is, is the Unity destroys everything because the Unity happens in this film. Yeah. And it's up to Flash to basically run, run backwards as fast as he can. The, the, the anti-life equation, basically, if I, it's a mathematical, genuinely, it's a mathematical equation that proves that life is futile. Thus, it drains everyone's hope. So then you would be like, uh, you become soulless. And then that's when he controls them. Oh, and that, then you become a parademon. I think, I believe that's the, th- I believe that's the, the theory. Mm. The unity destroys everything. So I don't, they are, so I don't know why he's using, so also he gets told that the anti-life equation is on this planet. So he uses the unity to destroy the planet. And you think, isn't the thing that you want there? It's like burning down Starbucks when you really want a coffee. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just like yeah. I really want this coffee. I'm going to burn it to the ground. But then also how like, how like depressing is your life when it's like, well, I, I could either destroy the planet completely or I could just make it lose all its hope. Like decisions, you know, like, I don't know what, I don't want to do with, you know. Oh, that or Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> But Darkseid, regardless, is a pretty badass character. I think he comes across as great. I love the fact he... Uh, I like the fact he's a bit dumpy. And also, he looks like the Darkseid I kind of hoped. Mm. It, it looks kind of like a rock. Something that we're going to come to before the end of this uh, bonus episode, no doubt, is the fact that it leads up to... Th- there are, like in Batman and Superman, premonitions that are leading to this dystopian, apocalyptic future. So you get mentioned in this film as well. There is one where Cyborg has a vision just before they bring back Superman. I fucking love that. Yeah, he kind of gets a glimpse of what might happen and he he shouts no and Figgy thinks he says go. So he runs. Yeah. But that never comes up again. Cyborg doesn't then say you... Bugger. Yeah, he's, he's not like, no. I said no, because I just saw something quite important. <laughs> Maybe but you should avoid Superman for a bit. <laughs> there is a scene with, obviously, Superman, like, holding what we imagine is Lois's corpse, a burnt out ashes, and Darkseid's hand just rests on the shoulder. Yeah, like, while his eyes are, like, going fucking batshit. That is pretty intense, isn't it? That, like, imagery, in terms of, if you're a comic book fan, seeing that, I yes. imagine is, is, you know, wet your knickers kind of stuff. Yeah, so I, it's really cool. yeah. But um, I, part of me gets a bit bored of the Superman being the villain all the time. Yeah. This seems to be like, I'm talking about the Injustice games. Mm. Which, to be honest, that's all I'm talking about. Ignore me. Because you're still a good guy in Superman versus Batman. Oh, Edit this bit. I'm going to be good now that we're not going to get to see where this all goes. Right, so, come on, the ending, the epilogue. Mm. So this was reshot. Uh, not reshot, this was shot specifically did, yeah. for this. So... Towards the end, Martian Manhunter reveals himself and says, I was dressed up as Lois Lane for a bit. Don't know why. No, not Lois Lane, as Martha Kemp, but I'm here to look at you, Batman. And he's like, oh, cool, cheers. And then he has another, oh, actually he has this before, but technically. So it's the future. The world is over. Uh, Batman in his duster. And fucking, why is he still wearing a Batman suit? He's joined by Destro. He's joined by Mara. He's joined by Flash. Who Flash is wearing the equipment that he was wearing in Batman versus Superman? The flashbacky, flashbacky thing, yeah. and uh, Cyborg. And Cyborg's like upgraded himself. He's jailbailed himself, <laughs> so he's getting all those unauthorized upgrades. And they're all having a conversation. Oh, about... Mirror's there. I oh, did say Mirror. Oh, sorry. Uh, Instantly forget say Mirror. <laughs> don't think, don't she, she doesn't have an accent at this part, though, does she? I think she does. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, 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 she's right up here, Dax. She's now blonde, and she's got a British accent. Mate, it's the end of the world. <laughs> what do you expect? What I don't understand is, does she? She has. She has got a lot of war with it. Is that so? She actually has a weapon. Otherwise, is she just pointless? Pointless. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and they all start talking about the thing they've got to do. They just need to get to a certain point and go back in time and change everything. And then you hear the cackle. And then you see Jared Leto. Maybe I mean we talked about surprises. We knew it was coming because of the leaked footage and the the, the stills, but talking about this being a redemption project as well for so many people. Yeah. I, it, Maybe most significantly Leto with the Joker performance, which obviously didn't go down well from Suicide Squad. But again, when you hear about the Suicide Squad, a similar thing. Apparently there's a, there's a different film in the, the original Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to release no, the Aya Cut, are we? <laughs> like, Especially when James Gunn's come out. Yeah. So, But I do think there is more um, to 
Jared Leto's Joker. We've said this numerous times. I do want to kind of see where that goes and what happens from it. So he's, he's so he's he's covered in cop badges and the blood, that's cool. And his his smile, his big red smile, is the blood on his in his mouth. He's just his mouth is bleeding and his mm. and he's swiped it, causing the 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 smile. And do you know what? They have a bit of banter and a lot of stuff is released. Spoilers, spoilers. It's like the last thing I promised. It's like he mentions killing Robin. Mm. He mentions you know why do you send a Robin to do a man's work. Yeah, he uh, talks about the boy Wonder, doesn't he? Yeah. He basically, you know, it's so good, the dialogue, and it's worth the build up, and it's how it shot. And apparently, they didn't shoot together. They, sh- they shot, you know, facing stand ins, and they- at no point do they actually look at each other realist- in real life. Um, but then there's a line from Batman is like, I, when I held Harley Quinn in my arms, I've made a, she made me promise that I would kill you slowly. He's like, fucking, this is darkest piss. Mm. I want more of this. This is so, <clears throat> so the end of the world. And then they go, oh my God. He's found us. So no, no, no. Let's keep, keep on the Joker thing oh, first sorry, before sorry. that because yeah. I like that interaction. Batman swearing, uh, you know, I'm going to fucking kill you and I'm going to do it slowly. I'm going to take my time. Yeah, the Joker's hand quivers and then he calls him. He's like, yeah, he, you know, Harley didn't say that and kind of right. challenges him. Gives him a card. Gives him the card as like a truce saying, as long as you hold this card, we're not enemies, we've got to work together. As soon as you drop that card. Yeah, and <laughs> Zack Snyder's also talks about, um, in, in an interview, he said that he, in his world, uh, there is a version where Leto's character does kill um, Robin, yeah. which we didn't know about because the suit in Batman vs Superman has haha sprayed on it, which we know about. Um, but it would happen at Wayne Manor and then Wayne Manor's burnt down and that's why he lives in an alter. He doesn't live in Wayne Manor yeah. until the end when in this version where he kind of goes in, he's like, oh, this will make a nice room with 10 oh, chairs. Or I just saw some... Shit off. <laughs> well, it, it, but yeah, it was just, Snyder's come out saying that, yeah, that Robin is dead in that universe, but they yeah. would have gone down that storyline at some point showing that Joker killing him. That bit's fucking cool. You like, I, it's all cool. I like the characters. I know it sounds really but I like the characters you've got there. I like mm. the fact that you've got a cyborg that's like drained of all humanity. He's just like a machine. You've got Flash who looks buggered. Mm. <laughs> He's got that weird moustache thing going on. Um, you've got Batman who's... Weirdly, last time you know you saw him, he was talking about he's all hope. Now it's kind of like he's on his last dregs of survival and hope. Mm. You've got, you know what, uh, Deathstroke. I've, I'm devastated by all of this that we'll miss out on that Batman film because I really like the character Deathstroke and I like the actor Joe Malangiero, I think, mm. who was going to play him. And then I think Aquaman being there would have been, Aquaman's death is good and why you've got the character of Mirror. It's actually, you know, a revenge. So you've actually got like this weird story, you know, good guys and bad guys getting together to defeat that. And I thought that was set up brilliantly. No society line, though. Mm. I'm right with that. I don't know why everyone went mental about the society line. Yeah, I read the origin of that. It like, goes back to an episode of Seinfeld or something, and it's like, yeah. I really don't think that is the reference. But no. I do know that, um, and it is a good part on Jared Lowe, is that uh, he then, after doing that, released a T-shirt through his band, 30 Seconds to Mars, that uh, said, we live in a society, and all the profits of that go to uh, a suicide prevention trust, oh, which cool. Zack Snyder is now, obviously, has close ties to. And, and yeah. so I, I, I do like that, actually, the teaser was a vehicle for that, which is obviously helping a really good cause. Um, I, I, I must admit, the, the, the last five minutes of this movie were incredibly exciting, and mm. and I really was like, oh, just gutting that, you know, we're probably not going to see where this goes. Well, here's my question. This was shot after. So if you're one of us, why would you let them spend the money making it? So maybe there is part of them that's thinking, maybe. I'm not saying definitely, but maybe they're thinking, maybe. And then, Well, there's so- that many timelines now in, in DC with Joaquin mm. Phoenix as a Joker, with Flashpoint coming out and bringing back potentially Michael Keaton. And, it's looking rocking, aren't it? Well, Jeffrey D. Morgan's also a Batman in that universe as well, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, 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 so they've got all yeah. these different Batmans coming into that. Uh, Affleck's movie being off and on and then on again. Um, Aquaman 2, we know, is coming out. I don't know how they're all going to tie all this together. Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad. Harley kind of floating between all of these, you know, and where does she exist? In it? It is all, it's, it's so confusing. I don't actually really care. How, I'm just going to watch each of these movies independently. And if they yeah. link, they link. If they don't, they don't. But... I would like to see the Justice League trilogy, how Zack Snyder kind of wanted it to go. Because there are other scenes that we've seen. You know, we've seen um, Batman tied up in an underground bunker as Superman comes in and fucking annihilates everyone when he's in there, potentially including Batman, because he flies out of there with the cow. Yeah. Um, you know, is that is is that how it goes? He does Batman sacrifice himself? Because that is a line that Joker says in in that tease. He's like, you, you know, you're always the victim 
but you don't ever throw yourself in front of the bullet. You know, you watch everyone else die. I, don't, I can't remember the exact dialogue, but that's his point, isn't it? It's like, you, you've never, you made the ultimate sacrifice for anyone you've loved or cared about. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Fucking dark, man. Very Real dark. This is heartbreaker. Good movie. Uh, do you know what, mate? I, mate, I think that's just you, mate. <clears throat> 2017. I think it might have been one of the worst superhero films I've ever seen. This isn't me. Now, I'm a DC fanboy. Mm. I would put it as one of the best superhero films. I fucking love this film. Yeah. I, you know what? I, the four hour, the two, the two hours in, the book cramp was worth it, mate. I'm going to watch it again. Do you know what my problem is? I don't like the action scenes in it, but mm. I love everything else in it. Yeah. I think I think the writing and the little stories and the little talking, that's what I wanted. Do you know what? I think the action actually pulls me out of it. I don't like it too much. Mm. I, I could do with less uh, Wonder Woman's um, oh. theme coming on every time she's on screen. I like her actual thing, but it's the bit where no action's happening and it's just a load of people. It's just like a load of like, oh, it fucking irritates me. Like throat singing. Oh, it's, it's awful. Yeah. And I could do without any Aquaman stuff. I think we live in a world where we know Aquaman now because of the film. Like that film he can is, piss off. <laughs> yeah, you literally can just whittle his scenes down. So do you want to be in it? Nah, and then he does show he, up. You know? he, I think he's, do you know what? In the first action scene where he's in there, I, I forgot how useless he is. He They're under a river, aren't they? And they blow it up and it starts filling with water and he's there. And he can't even stop the water. It's like, what is the fucking point of you? <laughs> why, why do you exist? That scene was infinitely better, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, there was the good scene in the, the Whedon one where Flash is like, what do I do? Because it's his first time I in did action. like that, yeah. And he's like, well, just save one. Just, you know, and that's the advice that he gets given. I do like this though, because you get Stephen Wolf and you get this like robotic, like uh, spider thing. And he's, you find out that he's he's stealing people because they've got a connection to the mother box and all that. It just feels like in a really made up world that this is, but it still made sense. It was coherent, which was significantly lacking in the the Whedon one. What did you think? I really liked it. I did. I, I didn't mind the four hour runtime. I'm, you know, we joke on this podcast about 90 minutes being like the grail, but when it, you know, I knew it was a four hour movie and it, the, because of the backstory of this film, I was so intrigued to see all this additional footage. I wanted the redemption for Affleck. I wanted, you know, my Superman without dodgy CGI upper lip. And this, this felt like really cleansing a stain in DC's world. So I, I was more for it. I was like, let's go for it. I, we hadn't talked about Martian Manhunter. I was really intrigued to see where that happened. I actually forgot until the scene with the reveal. And I was like, fuck, he's in this movie. You know, all the Green Lantern stuff, all the way to the last 10 minutes, I was like, Green Lantern's going to come into this movie. He's going to come into it because it's Unite the Seven and there's only six of them. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter apparently <laughs> is that other one. Um, I, I love the whole thing. I, yeah, I, I did. It's not great. It's not It's not top five superhero movies at all, but it was highly enjoyable for me. I think because I'm still on the high, I would put it number five. Mm. But you know what? I think that will wear off. Mm. But yes, I'm really glad I saw it. I'm really glad that it happened. I, it does pose a question we will never, ever understand and never get an answer to. But just really what the fuck was going on with so many scenes being deleted from us? And I know some scenes were unfinished. So, you know, they hadn't had the effects put in or or they hadn't had the kind of the continuation scene filmed and they didn't have the luxury of going back to do some of that. So I get why Josh Whedon's version and I'm not just putting all this on Josh Whedon. Obviously, there's a still he still had a film company and Warner Brothers and a studio backing that vision, that version we got. But there is so much, we were joking about this, but, you know, the Wonder Woman scene where she interacts with a little girl, like... Gone. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, what harm was that in the original? Yeah. You know, it's just a little girl saying, can I be like you one day? It's like, yeah, you know, like that, that bit. It. You could fucking leave that shit out. You know, like it just doesn't make sense. We need more Aquaman being a prick. Yeah. We need Aquaman littering, which goes against his nature. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot, uh, there's a, there's a lot that I'm still questionable about. Would I ever watch the Josh Whedon one again? Fuck no. 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 There's no point. It's irrelevant. Burn every copy. Um, Completely agree. I will watch the four hour one though at some point. I will. Wa- I would watch it in parts as well, I think. And now I've seen it and I've gorged on it. I think I could easily go back and watch it. Like, oh, I'm going to watch the first two chapters tonight. Do you want to benefit about being four hours long is you'll, f- you'll forget parts of it. Oh, easy. And then when you easy. see it, you'll be like seeing them again. I like, oh, fuck, I remember this bit. Oh yeah, there's no doubt there's loads that we haven't talked about in this just, episode. That- yeah, exactly. Well, we would definitely miss something. Just like when you listen to our episodes, mm. you know, you, they're so long, you'd be like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, I forgot when they talked about this. Yeah, so go back and listen to some of our <laughs> classic shows. No, yeah, there's lots to enjoy from this. There's lots to kind of dissect. I, I, the, it, there is, I, 
what I hope is that those that campaigned for this and put money into it, you know, the campaigning and, you know, led a lot of those online um, petitions to get this sorted. I hope they got the version that they wanted. And I hope DC fans saw, and because Zack Snyder loves Easter eggs and this movie, there's so much I don't understand because I'm not, I haven't read the source material. There are characters, there are nods. Obviously, they're definitely, you're like, oh, there's they, someone, but I don't know who. Yeah, there's the scientist at the end who kind of gets the... He gets in charge of gets nod. Yeah. Apparently, I had to read into that. He becomes Atom later on, or would become Atom if this was, um, you know, so there's your Ant-Man, which means that he's going to save the day when it turns apocalyptic. No, but I, I think there's um, there's a lot of Easter eggs in there that I hope diehard fans of DC and, and the comics kind of go, that was for me. That was a nod to, to you know, my world and my my love, you know, and stuff. So I hope they got it. That's the important thing. I agree. Which I suppose you are one of, James. So if you've got that, well done. Yeah, thanks. Um, this episode I'm going to put out almost immediately after we've done it. So that means we've just done wrestling and that episode's going really well. And it means that if you have downloaded this episode on Monday, you will be getting... Um, an episode on Arnold Schwarzenegger where we'll be asking the ultimate question if Darkseid was to destroy the planet what Arnold Schwarzenegger movie are you going to save because you know when you're Batman you might need some downtime with a nice movie <laughs> cool nice if you don't see you later good afternoon good evening good night bye